Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. I'm also the host of this radio show. Destination Retirement. If this is your first time, welcome. If you've listened to the show or you're podcasting the show, uh, thank you. Uh, We see the numbers. Numbers are great. Up and to the right, that's what we like to see when it comes to the podcast. Good news. The radio, uh, the website is back up, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. It is up and running. I know uh, we had some people ask about that. Uh, we we're upgrading servers and something that was supposed to take 48 hours ended up taking over a week. So we are updating the website, but it is uh, there now. So that's good. Couple things um, for those of you that are new, um, we work with individuals, families, business owners, executives, and uh, we think uh, everything that we do at Kuhn Capital Partners is to allow you to think about wealth in a way that makes sense to you, which is clarity of purpose. Clarity of purpose may sound like three simple words, but the simple question that I have is, do you have clarity of purpose regarding your investments? I think investors, especially in this market, which I think we're in a low growth uh, or no growth environment for a period of time, it's very important uh, that you know you can move forward and meet your goals no matter what happens in life or what the economy brings. Uh, That is why I founded Kuhn Capital Partners to help investors along that journey. We certainly start by asking questions and we wanna have a conversation to uncover everything that is important to you. Then our job is to organize your financial life in a way that gives you the confidence and clarity of purpose that you will have what you need when you need it. So uh, go ahead, bring us your challenges and your ambitions. Uh, We like to tell everybody we got them covered and we're gonna do our best to make sure that uh, you're on that path uh, to success because a lot of people aren't, unfortunately. So if you want to have that conversation with us uh, this week with me, uh, you can certainly reach out to Paige. Uh, Paige is my assistant. Uh, She's fantastic. You can give her a call at 630-492-1912, and she'll set a time for us to have an introductory call uh, this week. So a few things I want to get to on this week's show. Certainly want to give you an update on uh, the market and kind of rates and what we're seeing. But I want to talk about four reasons uh, to prepare for tighter financial conditions and what that means. I want to talk about fighting the fear of missing out, starting to uh, see that again. And that is uh, always something that uh, if you look and study behavioral finance like I have, and we do, uh, fear of missing out is a uh, really a major thing. And then I want to uh, touch on in some form or fashion 
um, the seven investment ideas that really could drive the markets in 2023. So we think it'll be a good show. I think you'll get something out of it. Um, As you know, we try to educate um, for those listeners that are looking uh, for uh, potentially a new advisor and your goals, your objectives aren't being met. A couple of things to think about. Uh, if you have over $100,000 invested and you're in mutual funds, that's probably a good indicator that um, you don't have the most proactive strategy in place, uh, especially when it comes to, um, you know, if it's in a taxable account. I saw a great study this week. I really want you to listen to what I'm about to say. If you have mutual funds in a taxable account, so it's not an IRA or a SEP or a Roth or another qualified account, it's just a, you know, pure taxable account, the average growth fund, you are losing 2% a year on average to taxes, unless that strategy is specifically taxed managed. And uh, there's some some really great strategies out there that uh, we have access to um, that are tax managed and uh, can certainly, that's just a a drag on performance, but the average 2%. So if you have over $100,000 and you're in mutual funds, they're certainly not tax efficient. They are not customizable. They are not transparent. And most importantly, which I don't think uh, most individuals truly realize, is the fact that most mutual funds must stay fully invested no matter what is happening in the market. And what that means is you can be you know, managing a mutual fund, have $10 billion or whatever amount in there, and you wake up tomorrow morning and you get January 1st, 2024's newspaper so you could see exactly what happened in the market um, you know, from tomorrow on. And let's say we're down 10%, 15%, 20%, 30%, what have you. Yet you must stay fully invested. You must, by prospectus, keep your clients fully invested. Now, understand fully invested is generally 95% to 97% invested. So there's a token amount of cash. But think about that. Why in the world have a strategy that has such handcuffs. And most people don't recognize that about mutual funds. So if you have mutual funds over $100,000, ETFs over $100,000, let us share with you why owning individual securities is much more transparent, much more tax efficient, much more customizable. Uh, The strategies that we utilize, um, we have four strategies on the equity side, our dividend strategy, our focus growth strategy, our small cap strategy, and our all cap core strategy. Uh, All four of those strategies currently rank in the top 5% of all managers. One is in the top 1%, one is in the top 2%, and the other two are in the top 5%. Um, Again, over $100,000, let's really take a look at why do we have mutual funds. So if that's you, uh, certainly give us a call, 630 Four nine two nineteen twelve six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve, and we can have that conversation. Uh, guaranteed, as you know, we talk an awful lot about uh, three buckets: our guaranteed income, or guaranteed growth bucket, our growth bucket, and our opportunistic bucket. The guaranteed growth bucket is currently attracting a tremendous amount of interest, just because of what's going on in the market and what's going on with interest rates. Um, the rates on that are currently 
uh, 100% principal protected, uh, so you can't lose a penny. Uh, your gains that you achieve are locked in each year, so you don't have to worry about making up gains uh, you know, for future losses in the market. So once you get a gain in a year, that gain is locked in. And then um, uh, it's currently uh, today, it's uh, 15% of the S&P 500. So you get zero to 15, nothing on the upside, nothing over 15. So zero to 15. So I can make a great case that that's a phenomenal bond replacement strategy. And it's also a bond repair strategy uh, because it's principal protected and uh, the gains are locked in every year. So if that's something that appeals to you as well, as well, make sure to reach out to us. Let's, let's have a conversation about it. 630-492-1912. And as you know, we work with every investor. If you have $100,000, we want to work with you. If you have $10 million, we want to work with you. Um, there are some unique strategies currently uh, for those investors who have over $2 million of investable assets. Uh, so if that is you, uh, again, make sure you reach out to us and let's have that conversation as well. Uh, 630-492-1912. So, okay, so let's talk about um, a tighter financial uh, conditions, what it is, what it's not. I think it's pretty evident the Fed uh, wants interest rates to stay higher for longer. Uh, interest rates uh, went up again this week. It's anybody's guess, you know, when uh, they're going to stop. Some think they're actually going to, you know, do two more rate hikes and then cut rates at the end of the year. Uh, I certainly don't see that, but it's uh, that is, you know, what is being factored in. But that's kind of, I mean, if that were to happen, uh, which I don't think it will, um, you know, it's 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 interesting that people would even think that, but that's what they're betting on. So I think investors are hoping for a new bull market. And my thought, candidly, is they're likely to to be disappointed if financial condition uh, uh, financial conditions uh, continue to tighten in the coming months. And you know, stocks have uh, have they turned the corner? That's the big question that we keep getting asked. The S and P five hundred index. Uh, has risen more than 13% since its mid-October 22 lows, and it's up about 6% uh, plus or minus since uh, the start of 2023. So for equity bulls, uh, the rally reflects clearly optimism that the Federal Reserve will prevail in its effort to tame inflation, which you know is what they've been trying to do, cut interest rates uh, ultimately uh, down the road as it guides the economy, hopefully towards uh, what they're saying is a soft landing uh, that ultimately supports corporate profitability. I mean, if the market is a, you know, a multiple of future earnings, I think it's, um, you know, it's going to be a challenge because nobody knows truly what, you know, what the earnings are. And it's, uh, you know, so it, it really is anybody's guess. And, you know, generally when investor sentiment uh, is improving like it currently is. The market liquidity is increasing uh, alongside loosening conditions, uh, which is not there yet. It's 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 the opposite of that. But if that were to happen again, asset prices tend to rise, and the opposite dynamic was certainly at play for much of 2022, as the Fed you know rapidly tightened monetary policy in a way that they have never you know done that uh, in the history of the markets, at least. Uh, as far as I can remember, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's just anybody's guess. I mean, the, the economy is still relatively strong pockets of the economy are certainly recession like, 
But, um, you know, I think their, uh, you know, caution is warranted. And, you know, we're seeing some trends that are, are somewhat, um, I don't know if they're concerning, but there has been a significant decline in oil prices. If you look at uh, West Te- Texas Intermediary Crude, uh, the benchmark is down 35% since its high uh, that was reached in June of 2022. Yet there's been a tremendous amount of money to be made in energy stocks, as you know. Uh, We have our protected uh, income and growth bucket, our growth bucket, and then our opportunistic bucket. And that's kind of how we manage money. Each bucket has a specific goal, a specific objective. And our opportunistic bucket has done phenomenal. Uh, That's kind of short term money. That's, you know, money where we try to take advantage of short term uh, dislocations in the market. And and we've just done phenomenal with uh, energy stocks and uh, had a great year last year. Uh, Got a little soft um, in um, uh, fourth quarter for part of fourth quarter. And then it came roaring back uh, this year and, and, and we're up significantly. Um, You know, obviously bonds. I mean, there's been a drop in long term treasury yields. Uh, the 10-year benchmark, which is, you know, what everybody tends to look at, uh, that yield has dropped from 4.2% last fall to around 3.5% today um, due to lower expectations for both inflation and the degree to which the Fed uh, tightening uh, continues. So lower rates, lower yields are, are also good, and, and that's what we, we like to see. Uh, consumer spending is down. Um, you know, I, I think that's uh, it can be, you know, looked at, you know, good and bad. But, you know, given these trends and as tempting as it might be, investors should not interpret that January rebound that we had in stocks is the beginning of a new bull market. I think the Fed is very clear that economic fundamentals have not troughed. Earning estimates have um you know, not recalibrated and, uh, you know, to reflect, you know, the slowdown that the Fed wants to see. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, I think we're going to have volatility. I think if you just have a buy and hold strategy in place, uh, you're going to be disappointed, uh, you know, absolutely disappointed. That's why active management uh, is the key. Uh, There are times to be aggressive, times not to be aggressive. So with that being said, um, let's talk next segment about the fear of missing out. I think it's fascinating behavioral finance. Uh, My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host of this radio show, also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. If you want to have a conversation uh, with myself this week, give Paige a call, uh, 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Any investment-related question, uh, we will do our best to, uh, to help you out. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Okay, welcome back. It's Robert Kuhn. This is Destination Retirement. Thank you for listening. Um, Everything that we do at Kuhn Capital Partners is to really deliver a profoundly different wealth management experience. 
Um, I want to make sure that you have clarity of purpose. Sounds like three very basic words, but think about it when it comes to your investments, your financial plan. Do you actually have clarity of purpose? Do you know what that means? Do you know what your margin of safety is? Do you know what your, um, especially when it comes to income, do you know what your guaranteed income sources are? Do you know, um, or do you just own uh, a bunch of mutual funds and exchange traded funds and you just are simply going to go as the markets go? More and more people that we talk with, that's uh, exactly what they have. They're working with an advisor that does uh, not a whole lot of proactive money management. Uh, They basically just put it in funds and hope for the best. And that's certainly one way to manage money. It worked from 09 to 2021, uh, but I think anybody could have made money during that period of time. We're in exactly opposite, at least in my content, is my contention, uh, opposite type of an environment. Money is tight. It's going to stay tight. Uh, earnings are, are, are decent, but not accelerating. And there's just a lot of unknowns in the market. And then you throw in geopolitical risks and you just better make sure you know what you know. And that means what is your downside for your portfolio? What is worst case? And if you can't answer that, let us help you answer it because uh, you only have one shot at it. And uh, losing money unnecessarily uh, because you work with somebody who has a nice office, wears nice suits, talks great language, has you know a, a, a big name behind it. Uh, none of that means anything. Absolutely, positively nothing. And we want to just make sure that you know what your worst case is, you know what your margin of safety is, that you have the most cutting pro, uh, proactive uh, money management strategy out there. And so if you have over $100,000, and I want you to look at your statement, and if you're in mutual funds or exchange-traded funds, ETF funds, uh, there's a better way. There's a much better tax-efficient way. As I mentioned in segment one, average growth fund loses 2% a year to taxes. So we want to make sure and a lot of people last year lost a lot of money and they're going to get hit with the 1099 this year, uh, showing that they have to pay taxes if you own mutual funds. Just don't let it happen. If you have over $100,000, there's a better way to customize your strategy to be much more transparent, much more customized. Uh, Let's have that conversation. And you don't need, you know, 10 million or 15 million, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars, you know, let's have that conversation. So on the guaranteed side, you know, the guaranteed bucket that we often talk about, uh, the current rate, uh, is still 15%, uh, really simple. Uh, we find it, uh, a, a very good bond alternative or bond replacement strategy. If you lost a lot of money last year in bonds, uh, it's my belief, this is a better way to make up that money. Uh, it's 100% principal protected, so your worst year is zero. You get the first 15% of what the S&P 500 does currently. That's the current rate, 15%. So if the market's up seven, you get seven. 10, you get 10. 15, you get 15. If it's up 18, well, you get 15. So certainly not for all of you know investors' money. Uh, and then once you get that gain, that gain's locked in for life of the investment. So you don't have to worry about kind of playing that catch-up game. I think for safe money, and for a bond alternative, which is where we're positioning it, it's absolutely something that you want to uh, to investigate. So give Paige a call this week and uh, set a time up 
to talk. Uh, she'll do that for us. Find a time that's convenient for both of us. Uh, 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Uh, fear of missing out. I, I just love behavioral finance. I, I love FOMO. That's you know what it's called. And I think everybody has it really in all areas of life. Um, you know, it's, you know, we're all humans and it's, it's just one of those things. I think a lot of times I fight against it and, um, I certainly try to, you know, teach our kids to, to fight against it. Uh, I think it's a skill. I think it's a muscle. I think the more that you do it, the more, you know, it doesn't become, uh, as prevalent in one's life. Neighbor gets a car, a house, a lake house, or, you know, friend gets this or that. And, and it's just natural. A lot of times is to have that fear of missing out. And it's uh, very prevalent, you know, when it comes to investing, uh, in, in any kind of investment, uh, especially in stocks and, you know, stocks have seen a much better start to 2023 than many, uh, anticipated, uh, many anticipated first half of the year to be very challenging. And then the second half of the year to be better. Um, but that can, um, change. And, and the question is, can the upswing continue or is this merely the last, uh, bear market rally before the market reaches its final lows? And there still is a lot of individuals that think we're going to go back down and touch, um, uh, October lows of last year. Uh, a lot of the names that are up this year are classified as, you know, uh, kind of, I don't want to call them junk stocks, but, but stocks that don't have a lot of earnings and stocks that can easily, um, you know, be manipulated in a way that when everybody starts, you know, getting on one side of the trade, you're going to see these companies, you know, you know, move and move much faster. So 2023, you know, again, is off to a much better start than we expected. Uh, certainly at this point of the year, I think part of that is due to the fact that the consensus had adopted a more bearish view um, that we, you know, actually pivoted to in early December. And we thought that, you know, that was probably going to be the case. And one thing I've always said in this industry is when somebody or when everybody is on one side of the trade, uh, generally uh, speaking, the opposite happens. So, you know, we were pretty bullish or bearish in, in, in December and, and a lot through last year. But you fast forward three weeks and that view uh, has really almost changed almost 180 degrees with most investors now adopting kind of a new, more positive narrative now that China's finally uh, reopening. You know, inflation is starting to fall, the U.S. dollar and possibly, uh, you know, it will, there's a possibility that the Fed uh, could pause, that could be right around the corner. And while we certainly acknowledge these developments are really a net positive, we have to remind listeners that they were essentially the exact same reason we cited back in October when we turned tactically uh, bullish that, uh, you know, at that point, the S&P 500 was trading 500 points lower uh, with valuations that were almost 20% lower than today. So in other words, it, this new narrative that seems to be gaining wider attention has already been priced in, in our view. Uh, I think, in fact, you know, many of the tactic, uh, tactical trades um, that uh, people are, are actually starting to unwind just because uh, they've seen the markets run up, you know, so much here recently. But what generally happens is institutions are out first 
and then what makes people feel comfortable because I hear it over and over again and I get it, but it's the wrong way to think of investing. I don't want to make a change until the markets go up or I don't want to allocate cash to the market until the markets go up and I feel better. Well, you know, that, that was 500 points ago and that was the time to do it. So a lot of investors uh, have been forced once again to abandon their fundamental discipline in fear of falling behind or missing out. And it's just that at FOMO that has only been exacerbated by the observation that most missed the rally from October uh, to begin with because we had that great run and many people, you know, missed out on it. And now they feel like they're there again and now they they want to make some some changes. So you have to make sure that uh, you have a really uh, proactive cutting edge strategy in place. And you have to have a strategy in place that can take advantage of this volatility and not be controlled by it. So many people today are just sitting and taking it. They think that their advisor is actively managing their accounts when they're not. It, 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 it's You're truly paying for something. When I see statements from people who come to us and say, we need help. Can you reevaluate? Can you take a look at what we have? Um, you know, I see it over and over again. They've got seven, eight, nine, ten mutual funds. They may have some individual stocks and they may have some ETS, but there's no management. There's no change. You know, the economy doesn't that's not how to invest. I mean, if the economy never changes and the the risk reward profile never changes, maybe that's a good way to invest. But unfortunately, in the real world, it, it, that's not the case. So there are a lot of reasons that stocks are rallying. Uh, this year. I think a lot of it is due to the January effect. I mean, there is a seasonal pattern that essentially boosts the prior year's laggards. So, you know, the prior year's laggards generally uh, start to do well in the beginning of the next year. That pattern can often be uh, more acute following down years, certainly like what we had in 2022. But I would like to point out that this past December, we did witness some of the most severe tax loss selling that we've seen in years. I mean, significant. And we heard a statistic the other day and take it for what it's worth. Uh, I think it was on TV, um, but you know, there's possibly a trillion dollars of endowment and pension fund money that now can come out of the market and find a home because interest rates are, you know, somewhat more uh, reasonable than what they have been for the last few years. So if you look at, you know, the tax loss selling, which you can't do if you own a mutual fund, unless you sell the whole fund, and, and again, over $100,000, we have to have individual securities. There's a better way. If that's you, please give us a call and let's have that conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. But we've seen you know, big tax loss selling uh, in, in previous markets. Uh, we can go back to 2000, uh, 2001, 2018, and then... 2019 in the first, you know, example, if you look at, um, you know, 2000 to 2001, we experienced a nice rally, uh, that certainly faded fast at the turn of the calendar month. And then we ended up, you know, negative again and, uh, negative again for the year. So, you know, we just have to make sure that, you know, we have a plan in place, ultimately that can you have something in your portfolio that can do well no matter what there comes such peace of mind to know where your income is coming from even if you have five million dollars or ten million dollars is certainly if you have under a million you have a couple hundred thousand but 
you know, we have to know where the income's coming from. And so bottom line, I think 2023 is certainly off to a good start for stocks, but I think this is simply uh, the next and hopefully the last bear market rally that will then lead to the new final lows being made in the spring when the Fed uh, tightening from last year is, you know, more accurately reflected in both valuations and growth outlooks. Uh, and then hopefully we'll, we'll have a, uh, you know, a much better second half of the year. But that said, uh, our job is to manage money no matter what. Our job is to try to produce gains no matter what is going on or protect principal. And I just see it over and over again. People kind of in that 100000 to 300000 or $3 million range, there's just very little proactive money management. It's very basic. It's very cookie cutter. It's not transparent. It's not tax efficient. And, you know, we now today with the evolution of technology, uh, we can give you the most cutting edge. We can give you the most cutting edge on risk management, the most cutting edge on protected growth and income, or when it comes to the opportunistic growth, computers are a beautiful thing to follow where the money is flowing. Generally, when money is flowing into an asset class, that asset class rises until the money flow you know, falls out. So three distinctly different ways that we manage money. It is unique. Uh, we're certainly not the only ones, but I'd say we're you know one of the one percenters that kind of look at you know managing money the way that we do. So if you want to learn more, give us a call, 630 492-1912, Page will schedule a time for us to talk this week. When we get back, uh, let's talk about a few of the investment ideas I think that could drive uh, the markets in 2023. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this radio show. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're an independent registered uh, investment advisory uh, fiduciary firm. Everything we do is to educate. Uh, as you know, if you've listened to the show in the past, uh, we believe that most advisors, unfortunately, craft portfolios that sound really good, um, but there is no active money management. And if that's the way that you want your money to be managed, do not work with an advisor, save the fee. You can certainly go to Charles Schwab, Fidelity, Vanguard. There's plenty out there if you want to set it and forget it strategy. Uh, save the one and a half to 2% that uh, you know advisors are charging. Now, I don't think that's the way that you accumulate and, and grow wealth. Um, we look at you know, compounding wealth is ultimately and compounding gains is ultimately the job of an advisor. I think one of the greatest destroyers of compounded growth is uh, our, our losses, uh, especially last year. Uh, you just can't bury your head in the sand and say that that's okay. 
you know, our equity buckets were down last year, like everybody's. Uh, big difference, however, is the cash on hand that we currently have in, in many of the models is over 60% currently. So those gains, the, those losses will be made up much more rapidly than if we just had a buy and hold strategy. Uh, if you believe that, uh, it, it just amazes me today, uh, the lack of creativity, the lack of proactive, uh, transparent, disciplined, forward-looking money management that exists from advisors. Or it, it's just almost non-existent. And uh, everybody thinks, well, I have the best strategy. Well, how do you know? Um, I mean, tell me, is if you own a bunch of mutual funds and, and you have over $100,000, well, I can tell you right now that you don't have the most cutting-edge, tax-efficient um, you know, customizable strategy available. You just simply don't. Uh, and if you own index funds, why are you paying an advisor to, you know, own index funds? You can do that on your own. So, you know, lack of planning, lack of uh, margin of safety. Um, I'm amazed today how many investors don't understand the margin of safety that they have in their portfolio. Um, especially if you're five to 10 years from retirement or in retirement, uh, there's just so much, um, wrong with the financial advice industry. People and advisors have gotten lazy, uh, because from 09 to 21, uh, depending upon market, I mean, you, you know, they averaged 13 to, to 17% and, you know, every advisor looked like a hero, but it was really more the market rather than their, their strategy. So that's what keeps us busy is kind of that $100,000 to $5 million client um, that calls and says, you know, I hear you talk about the traditional advisor. That's kind of what I have. I don't think that that's the most uh, proactive way to manage money. I don't have an income plan. I don't have a tax reduction plan. I don't have any tax advantage strategies. Uh, Can you help? And uh, that's what we're here to do. Uh, So we only want to help those that want help. Um, You know, we probably get you know, for everybody that calls, there's probably 30% that really want help. And, uh, and that's okay. You know, some people just want us to answer a question or two, and that's perfectly fine. That's what we're here to do. But we're going to spend all of our time helping those that want help. We want to make sure that you want something that's customizable, that's cutting edge, that's transparent, that's tax efficient, that uh, has some guarantees for some of the money in place. And those are the strategies that we can bring to the table. So if any of that piques an interest, let's have a conversation this week, 630-492-1912. Please call Paige, uh, 630-492-1912. The website is up and running again. Uh, We are redoing it, uh, making it a little simpler, uh, a little, uh, I think, clearer, because we don't want you to get lost on the website, but we definitely have a unique value proposition that we want to share with with investors, and, and that's what we're doing. But we do podcast the radio show, uh, KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com is the website. So if you listen to uh, or caught a part of the show or you know, you heard, you know, something that I, I said that made, made some sense, then, uh, and you want to listen to, you know, the remainder of the show, you can certainly find it there. So with that being said, um, let's get into kind of what I think could drive the market this year. Uh, a few ideas. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, when you look at 
kind of the market and and we just kind of you know give you just kind of you know the cliff notes real quick before we kind of dive a little deeper into it this segment i think mega cap stocks and private markets are poised for long-term growth uh, mega tap mega cap stocks got hit last year uh, pretty hard and uh, unfortunately you know most advisors don't have a a sell discipline in place uh, pretty much anybody can tell you when to buy something but if you ask an advisor well what makes you sell something generally what you find or hear is crickets uh, they'll answer it so they can convince you uh, they know what they're talking about, but for somebody in the business, you can tell that we really don't have a discipline and, and that's a problem. So, you know, the big question is when you look at mega cat stocks, you know, that got hit, um, you know, can they come back and, you know, mega cap tech, um, can it make a resurgence? I mean, could higher interest rates be a game changer for European banks? Will 2023 be a breakout year for carbon capture? I mean, there's just a whole host of different things that, you know, we're looking at into, you know, what could 2023 bring? But, you know, the first one really, because they're so owned, our mega cat stocks, can they come back in favor? And up until late 2022, mega cap technology stocks, whose market capitalizations are multiples more than kind of the $10 billion classification of large cap stocks when they were darlings. I mean, my goodness, it, it's just your own fang, right? Facebook, Apple, Netflix, uh, Google, uh, and Amazon uh, is, is, was one as well. And they just drove the market. And when you had a change in kind of the macroeconomic backdrop, higher inflation and interest rates, and certainly some other factors, they prompted investors to change course in those 10 largest stocks in the S&P 500 at its peak in 2022 actually lost $5 trillion, a combined $5 trillion last year. So you have to look at it. And I mean, it's a really simple question. When do you want to buy something? Do you want to buy something when there's blood in the streets or do you want to buy something when they just can, you know, make new high after new high after new high? And there's a case to be made for both, but the individual investor always wants things to feel good and rosy before, you know, they'll allocate cash to something. It's very hard to allocate cash to something when, you know, the markets keep going down and we're in, you know, a kind of a dire, you know, market environment, but there's so much money to be made in a bear market. You just don't know it at the time. And so while the market seems skeptical that uh, mega cap internet stocks will stage a comeback uh, anytime soon, I think, um, you know, I think we could see a much stronger 2023 and in those names. And uh, certainly the wild card is, uh, you know, what is going on with, um, you know, geopolitically, what is going on with interest rates. I think a lot of money hit out in large mega cap tech uh, just because, as you you know probably heard, there was nothing else to invest in. Rates were zero. Well, that's just not the case anymore. And so I think, um, you know, you saw a lot of money flush out of those markets uh, and some, you know, rightfully so. But if you have a sell discipline in place that can raise cash, to pick up future investments at lower prices, then you don't care and you you can actually use volatility as your friend. Unfortunately, most advisors keep their clients 100% invested no matter what. And many of the things that we talk about and many of the things that I share with investors who call in, it, it really doesn't matter in years like 09, 
to 21. The deficiencies of your portfolio, uh, while they may be glaring to me, an up market uh, masks the real issues that you may have. And it's not until a year like last year that you realize, well, maybe I don't have the safety and the strategy in place that I thought I did have. So, you know, mega cap, I think is, is, is going to come back. And I, you know, it's like Apple, you know, is, is, I get often as Apple or Amazon or Google or, you know, are these, you know, good, good investments. And, you know, is it a good investment? Are you asking if it's a good company or if it's a good investment? I mean, because a good company, a good company doesn't make it a good investment. What it's trading at, what the valuation of that investment is currently trading at makes it a good investment. So just because it's a good company, a, you know, a changing company that has technology to change the world doesn't make it a good investment at that time. And that is what investing is, is paying attention to valuations, making sure that you own names that um, on a valuation basis uh, are relatively cheap and there's still room to run. And, and I think if you have a portfolio of names like that, that are forward looking, not backward looking, but forward looking and are continuously screening for, you know, those most attractive names, that's how ultimately, you know, you beat the market. That's how you have fresh capital to put to work when the markets are down. And, and like I said before, you know, in a bear market there, you can get rich. You just don't know it at that time. So uh, certainly, you know, food for thought, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. If you want to set a time to chat this week, give Paige a call and um, we will do that. Okay. Private markets. I think private markets are primed for long-term growth. Unfortunately, private markets are not utilized by uh, investors. First off, you know, generally speaking, you need to have a million dollar net worth or of investable assets. Um, sometimes you need $2 million of, of investable assets to take advantage of it. So that kind of knocks out a lot of the market. Um, but when you look at private markets, I think private equity, venture capital, real estate, and other private markets, they've been here for years and they've benefited from an influx of capital and relatively strong performance. Understandably though, investors might be wary of what a challenging macroeconomic environment could mean for private markets. But when you're looking at a $10 trillion private market industry, um, there's great ones, there's bad ones. I mean, they could grow at 12% compounded annually, um, you know, even more over the next five to seven years. So I think the private market space is, so attractive because the returns, the risk reward, they're things that we can know. And we have some very unique ones right now, especially if you have over $2 million. Uh, as you know, we work with investors who have $100,000 and investors have $10 million. Uh, so, so, you know, at not all of our strategies are appropriate for everybody. Uh, but if you do have over $2 million in the private market space right now to have a 15 to 20% allocation uh, into a strategy or strategies that uh, we can define what the downside is, it's predictable, it's understandable, and the returns are independent of the stock and bond market, uh, that is what we really want to take a look at. When you look at institutions and you look at endowment funds, I mean, every endowment, every institution, every pension fund is different, but generally speaking, you're looking at 
25 to maybe 40% of the high side of uh, those uh, portfolios are in the private market space. And there's a ton of advantages to to that space. And, and there are, you know, candidly are, are things that we have to watch out for. I mean, is it, you know, third party uh, administered? Is it, you know, audited? Is it, I mean, there's a whole host of, you know, due diligence checklists that we have to uh, invest in, but it's beautiful to see that, you know, now individuals can take advantage of what only banks and large institutions have been able to take advantage of uh, in the private market space. Uh, just a ton of money to be had uh, if you're in the right space. So if you have a couple million dollars of investable assets, at least, uh, or you have a million dollars uh, with us, uh, then you uh, you do qualify for uh, some of our offerings in the uh, private market space that are only offered uh, through private placement memorandums and offering documents. But I'd love to have conversations uh, about that. And again, that's a 15, uh, 10 to 20 percent allocation. It, it, it's uh, it's kind of a satellite, but it could be a f- super important satellite. So if that's you, um, let's certainly have that conversation. And then a couple other uh, topics here before we close the segment. Uh, higher rates, um, you know, higher rates. I think they're a game changer, certainly for European banks, but I think they're a game changer for domestic banks as well. Uh, I think when you can look at uh, the spreads that the banks can get, um, I, I think there's, you know, some significantly uh, good opportunities to look at kind of the regional space of the banks and uh, anything that is interest rate sensitive, higher rates, the better. You, know, you look at the credit card companies, those mark to market, you know, as soon as rates rise. Uh, so there's certainly a lot of things that we're we're looking at uh, in that space as well. Uh, U.S. airlines. I know a lot of uh, airlines uh, think that these are Goldilocks moments. Uh, man, airlines are tough. Airlines are just tough, tough, tough investments. Uh, we work with a lot of commercial airline pilots. So if you're a Southwest or American or United pilot uh, here in Chicago or really anywhere, um, you know, we know your system. We work with a lot of your uh, co-pilots. Uh, so certainly reach out to us if, you, if you're looking for some, uh, some advice. 630-492-1912. So with that being said, uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to get into taxes a little bit. Uh, and we will dive just a little bit deeper into what we think in 2023. So if you want to schedule a time to talk this week, call Paige. She can be reached at 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good, knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, you're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn, I am the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. 
if I've had the opportunity to talk with you or if you're a client of ours, thank you. Um, hopefully you're finding uh, the radio show uh, educational. Uh, as you know, we do podcast every show so you can listen to all of our past shows no matter when it was, what we were saying. I think that's uh, key when working with an advisor. Um you just kind of hear what they say in real time. Uh, we do podcast those shows at KUHNCP.com. KUHNCP.com. Um, if you want to have a conversation with us this week, please call Paige. Uh, Paige is my great assistant. I think for those clients listening, uh, they can attest to that. And I can promise you that uh, she makes uh, hiring us or moving your money from another financial institution to Charles Schwab, which is who we use as a custodian uh, for our firm and for our clients. She makes it as seamless as possible. So give Paige a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So who should reach out to us? I'm, I, I want to make sure I'm very clear. If you don't have a written income maximization plan, we should probably talk. If you don't know what your margin of safety is in your portfolio before you have to start to get concerned, we should probably talk. If you don't have strategies that can greatly uh, reduce your taxable income, uh, we certainly should have a talk. If you have taxable, uh, if you have a taxable account and you own mutual funds and you have over a hundred thousand uh, dollars, on average you're losing two percent in returns due to taxes. So we have to have a conversation about that as well. If you don't have any guaranteed type strategies in your portfolio, guaranteed growth uh, or guaranteed income strategies, um, those strategies today are very, very popular. Um, principal protection strategies are very popular. Uh, can't lose money. Gains are locked in. You get the first 15 percent of the S&P 500. We should probably talk if you don't have strategies in place like that. If you lost a lot of money in the bond market last year, we should certainly have a conversation because that was lazy from your advisor. Uh, and then if you just have a set it and forget it strategy where there's no real proactive money management, you're not taking advantage of the volatility in the market. You don't have fresh capital to put to work when the markets present an opportunity, meaning they go down. Um, then we definitely have a, to have a conversation. So we're unique. We're different. Uh, we're not the only ones, um, but uh, we're certainly few and far between. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Give Paige a call and we'll certainly have a good conversation this week. And, and that's just exactly what it is. It's a conversation. Uh, we just want to learn uh, what you're doing, uh, what you like, what you don't like, and uh, how we could add value and create clarity of purpose for you and uh, your family when it comes to investing. So big deal. Uh, so let's have that conversation. Okay. Uh, valuation may be a key to defensive investing in 2023. Uh, valuation uh, we use every day of life. We know what we should pay for a cup of coffee. Uh, we know what you should pay for if you're in search of a new home, a new car, um, whatever it is, the, the valuation matters. And generally, when you buy something, if you buy it at the right price and then you're forced to sell it, uh, if you bought it at the right price, which is the valuation, and then you sell it at a different valuation, well, you keep that spread, right? But in every area of life, you use it. But yet when it comes to investing, it all of a sudden, you know, seems really complicated. And I guess it is complicated to an extent, but why aren't advisors 
doing it? Why are they being lazy and farming, you know, money management out if you have over $100,000 to non-tax uh, efficient mutual funds that are not customizable, that are not transparent, that must stay fully invested at all times? Um, there's just a better way. So uh, please, please hear that. If you have over $100,000, let's have a conversation. And my job isn't to say you're wrong for what you did because you relied on somebody's professional advice. I'm just here to tell you there's a better way. And we just want to educate you on what that better way is. So when we talk about defensive, uh, in 2022, obviously both U.S. stocks and long-term bonds declined more than more than 10% uh, for the first time since uh, the 1870s. And this is a reminder that correlations can change uh, and they, they really just give us lessons to the year ahead. And it, it, I can't tell you how many people that I've spoken with that have lost money in their equity market or their equity sleeve and lost 10, 15, 20, 30% in their bond funds. And unfortunately, you may not even know it, but if you own a bond fund, look at what it did last year. I'm certain you lost 10 to 30%. And that's for your safe money. So when we talk about defensive investing, what does that exactly mean? Because to me, what defensive means is I can't lose money. I mean, to me, that's the maximum defense. And when you construct a portfolio, you want your equity portfolio to be able to raise cash if the economic situation, the market situation warrants it. Now, what you're going to hear to people who don't do that is very compelling. Can't time the market. Okay, we agree with that completely. If you raise cash, you have to be right when you raise it, and then you have to be right when you put it back in. Well, that's true, but who's trying to get out at the top and get in at the bottom? I mean, I don't think anybody's trying to do that. What about using cash to ultimately buy things that are that are on sale in the future? Nothing ag- aggravates me more in this industry when we see an 00102, we see 08, we see uh, 2018, we see you know 2020 for the first part of the year, then we see 2022, and you hear on CNBC phenomenal buying opportunity. Well, if you have permanent capital coming in, yes. You run a mutual fund, a hedge fund, you're raising new capital, absolutely. But what about that $100,000 investor to $5 million investor that's fully invested? And they're just supposed to sit there and take it. They have no fresh capital to put to work because their advisor lays a chart down and says it's time in the market, not timing the market and all that stuff, which is all very true. But my response to that is, had you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. Yet, that company, I think, at least tripled their earnings during that time. So you bought Microsoft in 2000. Took you 16 years to get back to even. So don't tell me that valuation doesn't matter. I mean, are we trying to just own a bunch of mutual funds and charge a fee because it's good for you, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor, and you could scale your business and you can continue to make money? Or do I actually have a very proactive, thought-out, forward-looking process of what do I own based upon what's going on in the market at that time? And certainly we're the latter. So uh, hopefully this week, you know, we conveyed to you that you don't just have to sit and take it, um, that there are better ways uh, to manage money if you're not happy. Um, you know, we love to educate. I think investors make good decisions when we lead with uh, an educational 
bias. Um, my job isn't to tell anyone what they're doing is wrong. I respect 100% that this is your money, um, but I'm tired of lazy advisors. I'm tired of advisors that collect their fee no matter what happens in the market and they just tell the clients, sit and take it. It's ultimately going to be okay. Well, it, it's not going to be okay because we are the one that are taking those clients and we are hiring, they are hiring us and we're creating a, a kind of really a community of like-minded investors that want to be at the forefront of risk management. They want to have some protection in place. They want the strategies afforded to the big hedge funds, the big institutions, and they want the same access to that. And, and so that $100,000 investor is up to that $10 million investor. Those are the things that we're going to bring to the table. And uh, if you want to learn what it is we do. Again, we only want to help those that want help. There's plenty of people throughout the United States and certainly headquartered here in Chicago, but we do have a somewhat of a national presence. Um, there's plenty of people for us to help. And if that is you, if you want to go down that path with us, uh, let's have a conversation. Give Paige a call. Um, Paige can be reached at today, 630 630- Four nine two nineteen twelve six three zero four nine two nineteen twelve. She'll set a time for us to talk this week, um, or you can visit the website uh, kuhncp.com. Kuhncp.com. Listen to the podcast of all of our past shows. Uh, schedule a meeting that way as well. But the easiest way is to give Paige a call and get us on your calendar six three zero four nine two. 1912. I hope to hear from you this week. Everybody make it a great week and more next week. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.